Genesis House and the Friends in Recovery podcast are proud to bring you Answering the Call, the first responder podcast. Join your hosts, Mike the Podfather and Jersey Ed, as they address the real issues in health and wellness for first responders. From physical and mental health to relationships and work-life balance, we leave no stone unturned. Answering the Call, the first responder podcast is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube, as well as iHeartRadio. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now, here are your friends in recovery answering the call. Hey, welcome everybody. Answering the call, the first responders podcast brought to you by Friends in Recovery. I am the podfather, Mike Miles. I'm Jersey Ed. And we have a guest with us today, Eric Oliveria. 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 Again. <laughs> he's, he's back on. He yeah. won't leave. Can't right. get rid of him. We tried to kick him out, but he yeah. said, I'm staying. Staying. <laughs> it's, it's good Glute. stuff. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Motherfucker Glute. talks too much. That's yeah. why. <laughs> Glued to the seat. Change my shirt. That's yep, it. You look good. <laughs> Jesus. You're going to start reminding me of Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Well, well, thanks for coming back on the show, Eric. Okay. Yeah, okay. Thanks for coming, Eric. It's my pleasure. We added yeah. a lot to the last show. And, yeah. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about, um, you know, just uh, not just so much law enforcement, but just shift work, post-traumatic stress disorder. I mean, you know, people don't realize, I, I do believe people don't realize, society in general, that, you know, some departments, um, I know up in New Hampshire, they uh, they work shift, uh, like, you'll be on early nights, 3 to 11 for three days, then you're off a day, then you'll be on late nights, 11 to 7, and then you'll be off a day, and then you'll be on day shift, 7 mm-hmm. to 3, and be off a couple of days. And, I mean, th- that might sound like fun, or it might sound <laughs> like... A, it, it might sound like it, it, it could be exciting. Coffee, Podfather? But, uh, but <laughs> I got to tell you, uh, after a while, I can get old. I worked 4 to 12 for uh, 28 years, the 4 to 12 shift for 28 years in a cruiser, and... Um, it was good. I, I look back. I could have changed. I could have gone to different shifts, but I, I didn't because I just got so acclimated to being on that mm-hmm. shift and you know working around it. How about yourself, Eric? What, what, hey, real real quick, can I butt in here for a minute? Can I do some um, business? You got some business to do, yeah. right? Yeah, Josh. Oh, yeah. 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 Hold hold your hold your thoughts there, guys. Let's make sure everybody knows where this came. That's from. right. Exactly. We we need somebody to take to take this on for us. So. Uh, unless we're passing the basket today. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> Anyways, well, um, thank we want to just thank Genesis House for um, answering the call. Um, First Responders Podcast. Without them, good we point. are we cannot do this. Thank you very much. Um, also, we are proud. We are powered. Pow- I keep saying powdered. Um, we are powered by your likes, follows, subscribes, and shares. Excuse me. Follow us on social media, and follow us on social media and help us get the word out i had I, I can't i read this a thousand times and i still can't i was gonna say out. man you should have that down by now i know i should just like throw this away and just read it i, I you, you should do be it? able to I, I just it just doesn't compute it, it, it's just like it's the first time ever reading it, it every time i know the first time I know. so here, here, here's what i'm gonna do listen the, get, send your clients to genesis house like us subscribe whatever subscribe yes um, give us five stars um look for us on facebook yeah. um do all that shit you have to do that see this fucking piece of paper do it all in this piece of paper and that's it now back to the show yes. <laughs> rip that thing up, that's right, that's right. It. but i do have to um honor somebody here um for the wall of fame this i take serious that i do take serious but Honestly, um, you know, just subscribe, get a, get a hold of us on on any social media. Email us at help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. And if you want to be Mike, um, the Podfather's new host, um, you can also email us there. Because <laughs> all you have to do is read. <laughs> that's all you, all you got to do is read. So, <laughs> but uh, 
I was with um, the EAP um, for the state police of um, of Kentucky. Uh, oh no, is this uh, this is the state police? Um, I don't, I, hold on, Lexington. Oh no, no, that I, that was a while ago. Um, this is I, I don't even know what the, this. It's it's been a day. It has Edit all this out. So. I got you. I so got you. I was with the state police of Kentucky, but I also that's not what this is for. <laughs> I was also with the Lexington, Kentucky um, Police Department, and those guys all kidding in the side. A wonderful, great, great group of guys. There was four of them that I met. We met at a, a Starbucks or a, a Panera, and um, it was a chaplain. It was uh, and two other EAPs and. Uh, they were all they were all police officers, and um, the chaplain was a great guy. He he sent me a nice note, and um, it, it, you know it was a pleasure meeting with them, and hope we're going to do some work with them uh, very soon. So it's the, the on the wall of heroes is going to go our um, Kentucky Lexington, Kentucky Police Department. Um, thank you guys, I really appreciate it. Um, it was a great meeting, and I want to thank um, all the uh, officer uh, Stewart who who provided us with the patch and. Thank you, and and they listen to the show too. So thanks, guys. Super. Back to the show. Super duper. Yeah. So um, Eric. Oh, oh no no hold on not back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do a the Podfather. <laughs> I th th this is why Podfather wants a new co-host. All right, Eric, you might be moving in here. No no, no. <laughs> I can't fill your shoes. Not yet. Um, we have heels. to do that. The, the yeah. <laughs> Stilettos. He's not, he's not wearing those yet. Yeah, can't walk in those. Thank yeah. God you can only see above the table. That's right. That's right. I got my dress on. Yeah. Mike wanted me to wear a skirt today, so I did. So. Uh, um, but our, our podcast, Jerseyhead's podcast pick of the week, is oh yeah. um, I, I completely forgot about it. Um, Medic Up. You know, I, I always say this. We always forget about the EMTs. I know we did a, a couple shows on them, but we, we, when we talk about first responders, Law enforcement, corrections, because it's near and dear to our hearts. So all three of us sitting up here and and sweets, you've uh, had a run in with all those folks, so they're near and dear to your heart too. So. I have. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we do forget about the um, the EMTs who 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 come to our rescue if there's a problem or whatever, and you know if, if there's a medical problem. Um, and those guys, like we spoke on last show, um, those guys are kind of um, the un unsung unsung heroes of the first responders. So. The podcast pick of the week is Medic Up. Um, it's a mix of education, entertainment, and just the right amount of war stories to keep you coming back for more. And the host is Chris. That's what he goes by. Um, and it's it's a pretty entertaining show. Um, I, I listen to it here and there. Um, and uh, they, they give out some good information. You know, you get to hear the war stories. Uh, you know, for me as a civilian, um, I guess we like to hear the war stories. Um, you know, you guys... To my my left, everybody else is right. Um, you guys live those war stories, so um, you know. I don't know. I'm just a, a weird kind of guy. <laughs> Back to you in the with newsroom. a big hot with a big thanks. Yes, yeah. yeah. I try. I try. I try. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it does a lot for people. You know, he doesn't realize that he really does go the extra mile. You know, I've spoken to so many facilities, treatment facilities over the years, getting people in uh, up here in Massachusetts. There's several I use. But um, when I hooked up with Genesis, um, and I've sent quite a few people down there, professionals, their friends, family, everybody, um, I, I realize there is a difference, too, you know. Uh, Taylor and, and that whole crew down there, they, mm -hmm. they really, um, not only do they help people get sober, but I'll give you a good example is uh, Bob C., Bob Cox. He just started a, um, a meeting in Lowell, yep. um, and he had spent some time down in Genesis, and he'd gone out to a couple of meetings, 
And, um, you know, it just lit a fire under him. And I mean, you should see what he just put together. The, the, the building itself, the facility is incredible. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the 6 o'clock a.m. meeting every Wednesday, 6 o'clock serenity meeting. It, it's just um, a result. It was, it's a direct result of being yeah. at Genesis and get, getting all the uh, knowledge he got in this, obviously, the spirituality of serenity yeah. that he brought back with him. And uh, mm-hmm. he's yeah. spent over two years sober now, too. Yeah. And, uh, so. yeah. You know, I hear that good a lot. Stuff. I mean, my, I went to a treatment center. I went. It was good. It did what it had to do. But when I hear and you, Eric, on, yeah. our, on the last show, you have passion about Genesis House. I do. Um, and everybody I talk to that goes through, there's something about that place. I don't know what it is. I didn't go to treatment there. I mean, I know what it is because I work there, and, and I have the same passion about it, but from a, a different perspective, obviously. Um, but the treatment center that I went to, it was okay. It was it was a treatment center. It was, uh, you know, it, it is it is what it is. But I kind of envious here like you talk or or some of the folks that I, I, I get to kind of interact with some of the alumni because I don't have that same I have the passion for the recovery but not for my treatment center like you guys do and that that's that's that that says a lot and, I, and I'm proud to work for a place as such as such as that right. so. well I think a staff has a lot to staff has a lot to do yeah. with it and the people you communicate with Melissa Schuyler you know when you call up uh, for anything, or email, um, you know, you, you get you, you get a quick response right away, which is always good. Mm-hmm. You know, as a therapist, I, I try to always return calls, even when I know I'm not going to be able to see these people because I don't take their insurance or I don't do the type of therapy. I always return the call because I know you you take out your card no matter where you work. If you, if you have a EAP in your city, town, your, your municipality, take out the card and just for the heck of it, call that number and, mm-hmm. and see how long it's going to take you to get an appointment. Mm-hmm. See if anyone will actually answer the phone, number mm-hmm. one. Number two, see if they call you back. Yeah. And, you know, you, you might end up calling two or three times. And as we know, this can be life or death sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah. People are hanging on absolutely. by their last nerve sometimes, yeah. and, you know, it's, uh-huh. it's just not good. Well, well, thank you for the kind words, Mike. Yep. And, uh, you know. So I, I just feel I, I just do what I have to do. So well, anyways, you, you go above and beyond as far as I'm concerned. And uh, you're not because you're a friend. I, I just yeah. believe you do. And Thanks. you don't give yourself enough credit, yeah. you know. Back to shift work, guys. Well, <laughs> well, if I can interject just, yeah, a, just a little bit, um, you know, that, that small window that you were, that you were talking about, Mike, sometimes it's like, you know, when, when somebody's getting ready, you know what I mean? And, and you and you and they finally gotten to that point, right. you know, that, that there's 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 a small window there to work with because because, you know, as I know, and. And as I think all of us in this room know, you know, as as addicts and alcoholics in recovery, is that you know we we, we can very very easily get out get change a change of mind very quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. You know, and, and in one minute you could be down and broke, and then right. you know what? I mean, somebody doesn't call you back in a day or something, you start to feel like nobody cares. That's yeah. So then you're just like, you know what? No, nobody cares. So yeah. I'm just gonna go Fuck back up to doing do it yeah. again. Yeah. Okay, right. So yeah. it's yeah. it's important to get back to people, right. and yeah. and you know, I I'm, I am an uh, you know an alumni of uh, of of Genesis house and um the place absolutely saved my life they're nothing but professionals down there i mean even even like as taylor being as young as he is you know the the kids the kids are straight up professional um the yeah. councils down there sure. are fantastic sure. the facility's great um absolutely. so you know a lot of props to them they they, they definitely uh Helped me build my foundation to, to, to be where I am today, and I, I owe nothing but uh, gratitude right. to them. Thanks. Right. Thanks. And you know, kind words. Thanks. In, yeah. our pro- in our profession, you know, uh, EMS workers, police, corrections, firemen, and veterans, if you're out there, too, mm. if you're listening. You know, we're all kind of in the same boat. You know, we're, we're public servants that give our time, and we some of us get paid uh, better than others. And uh, But the bottom line is we go into a job really not knowing that, there's pitfalls behind the job. We don't understand there could be mm-hmm. shift work. We don't understand that the life expectancy isn't the same as most people that are 
carpenters, plumbers, mm -hmm. electricians, factory workers. You know, we, we just don't know that when we get involved in this. Mm -hmm. And he, nor would we care because we most of us start these jobs in, at a young age. Well, yeah, that's and, what I was going to say. You're young and you don't give a fuck at 21. <laughs> yeah, I'll stay up all night and yeah. fucking, you know, tote a gun. And, yeah. But then when you're 50 years old, you're like, yeah. holy fuck, I got to stay up all night right, now. Right. So that I'm sure that right. takes a toll. You Absolutely. guys probably lived through that, I'm right. sure. Right. Well, I know the shift work, um, you know, like I said, I worked nights 4 to 12 for 28 years. And, you know, I don't know if I cheated my family or not. I try to make all my, my kids uh, sporting events, and I, I did pretty well. Um, but I, I look back on it, and I don't think I would have changed much about it. But there are people that are forced, when you first come on, you're f forced to work midnight shift, which is a horrible time to work. I mm -hmm. mean, your body's telling you to sleep at 3 in the morning. And your supervisor's telling you to fall asleep, you're fired. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you know, what do you listen to? And it's not always easy to stay awake. And and we thought t cops hung out Dunkin' Donuts just for the donuts. Come yeah. on. <laughs> it's mostly the coffee. <laughs> yeah. But, um, Eric, how about yourself? Yeah. What shift have uh, you, you most, mostly been on? Yeah, well, well in, in, in corrections, anyways, you know, it's like you said, Mike, when you're starting out, you know, you're not you're not going to be on day shift. You know what I mean? You're going right. to be, you're gonna be right. on the 3 to 11 or right. the 11 to 7 shift. So that, that alone right, right off the rip is, you know, it takes some adjusting to. Um, you know, and, and like you said, you were, you know, fortunate enough to make most of your children's, you know, events and whatnot. But right. and, and, and at least for corrections anyways, it's, it's a little bit difficult, um, you, you know, because everything's on a seniority basis. So mm -hmm. to ask for a certain day off a Saturday or Sunday right. or something like that, the chances of you getting that are not good. Right. So, um, yeah, you, you're kind of forced onto those shifts right. and, and, right. It, and it does it does become an issue, um, especially the 11 to 7 shift, as as you know, you know, your body, your, your body is geared towards, you know, the sunlight. You know right. what I mean? And sure. when you're on 11 to 7, you know, um, you can get into a sleep pattern, you know, the following day, but it's when you go on your days off. Right. You know what I mean? Your, right. your body automatically goes back to sleeping right. when it's dark out. And then that, so that first shift back, that following, sh at the end of that shift, it's brutal. Right. It is. Yeah, it, it's brutal. It, take, it takes a lot yeah. out of you. It takes, it takes a couple of days to, to actually, yeah. you know, to get to get back on track. Sure. Yeah. And plus, plus, you guys have to work Christmas Day. There's no there's yeah. no time off. It, right. That no. job is 24-7. No. It has to be protected somehow. Yeah. And you guys have to work Christmas Day, Easter, Hanukkah, whatever it yeah, is. All the holidays. Um, you, you miss everything, mm -hmm. you know. You, right. and, and they don't care how young or how old you are. Get out there and work if you want your job. I yeah, guess, you signed you know? up for it too. You know you what did, I mean? Yeah. Nothing for nothing. You knew that going in. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You knew yeah. that this you, was gonna this was a part of it. And but you know, it, it, once you're in it though, it does and it affects you. You know what I mean? It affects sure. it affects the way that you think. It affects. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't let's let's call a spade a spade. If you're married, mm -hmm. you know you have to have a strong woman when it comes to something like that. Working shift. You know, mm -hmm. working. Uh, you know, shifts like that. That that. That's gonna be able to, you know, yep. give you support on that. Because if yeah. not, it's, it does become disruptive Absolutely. in your life. If you don't have the right partner in, involved in your life, mm -hmm. um, especially if you're raising children and such, you know, um, you know, it, it, it it's not just our job; it's their job too. Absolutely. You know? mm -hmm. and, and even if they work a full time job, you know, I know a lot of cops and correctional officers are married to nurses. Yeah. And they work shifts oh. similar, very similar, yep. you know, different shifts too. And uh, you know, those two jobs combined mm. can take its toll on mm -hmm. a family, you know, and, uh, and on a relationship, you know. No surprise that the highest rate of suicide and divorce is correctional officers, cops, you know. Yeah, and all the shift work folks. Yep. Sure, yep. sure. And then your health issues, too. You got, <clears throat> you know, the, the high rate of uh, heart attacks, police, fire, corrections, you know, EMS. Um, it, it, it is what it is. In society, you might say, well, if you don't want the job, don't take it. Well, someone has to do it, number one. Yeah. Some people have the, have the heart. This is what they want to do. Their mm -hmm. fathers did it. They want to do it. Their, you know, the mothers did it. They want to do it. So it's... Um, 
you know, it, it, it's almost like a traditional um, um, occupation for some people. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we're going to take a quick break here, guys, and we'll uh, discuss shift work when we get back. Answer on the call. Thanks. Since 1992, Genesis House has been helping real people heal from addiction on their private recovery campus in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. Their family-owned program is accredited by the Joint Commission and offers detox and dual diagnosis treatment in a comfortable and confidential setting. The first responder recovery program at Genesis House is led by a doctorate-level therapist with direct professional experience as a first responder himself. Treatment modalities focus on psychiatric care, relapse prevention, stress management, and trauma-informed care for PTSD. Learn why their individualized approach makes a difference for first responders. Call Genesis House today at 1-800-737-0933 to speak with someone who understands. Visit them on the web at www.genesishouse.net. It's time to start your journey to a long and successful recovery. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Answering the call. First Responders Podcast brought to you by the Friends in Recovery Podcast. I am the Father Mike Miles, sitting here with Jersey Ed. Yes, you are. And yes, I am, I guess. And we have a guest today. Uh, Eric O. Good Eric friend o. of ours. Eric Oliver. O. Oh, you, Oliveria. This show you go by Oliveria. Yeah, that's, that's, right, that's right. The other show you didn't. So, watch him on the other show, guys. That was a good show. <laughs> we, were talking about P- we were talking about PTSD <clears throat> before we took the break. And uh, uh, Eric, you brought up a good point. Um, why don't you yeah, share, yeah, I'll I'll share mean, that with our, with uh, our audience? I mean, what I do for a living now and the the clientele that we deal with now is um, a lot of them are combat vets because obviously the stuff that's gone on over the last decade or so, you know, over in Afghanistan and Iraq and whatnot. So it's it's almost like a double whammy. It's like these guys are coming back, you know, the the combat vets, you know, they have to stay awake for an extended amount of time because they want to stay alive. Right. And now they're coming back to to, to jobs, you know, and and a lot of guys do go, go into the service to get the veterans, you know, Correct. status so they can come back and get these jobs because they're good jobs. Mm-hmm. Right. But now you're putting them in situations, you know, uh, you know, in the, in the prison environment, you know, as police, firefighters, EMTs, and and so they're like getting they're getting you know double whammied. You know what I mean? With when it comes to you know you know the the, the trauma that they've mm-hmm. seen, right. what they're dealing with, Correct. and and it's it's becoming an issue. It's yeah, definitely it becoming is. an well, issue. Well, the shit that they see over mm-hmm. in in Afghan wherever it is, I, you know. Um, and then they come back. Then they got to go to work. You got to go to work because yep. you're not getting any money right. once you get back and right. you go live with mom and dad. I mean, what you know, you got to go to work. And now you get thrown into a corrections. You know, you find somebody dead in a jail cell, or you show up in a scene in an accident with you know three dead kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're fucked up. Yep. You know, you're, you're really fucked up, and you have to figure yep. out how to do all that. And on top of all, now you can't sleep because right. you've been, like you said, you've been up and you PTSD from all this. Now all this other shit's fucking right. you up. And I'll, that, I'll give you an um, just a quick scenario of one night. My shift one night. I'm at a football game, a high school football game. I, my daughter's involved. She's a cheerleader. I know one of the kids on the team. I get a call from the chief. Uh, he said, "Hey, you got to get right back to the uh, police station. Uh, police officer just got in a bad motorcycle accident, and, he, and he's dead." Oh, so man. I shot back. I go to the hospital. Um, I get all the you know, the supervisors. We get all the shift. All the people that work with him. He was an early night. Uh, police officer it happened on early nights he got on his motorcycle he had a fight with his wife got on his motorcycle and took off and he got broadsided and he got killed it was horrific so later on in the night we have the the scene blocked off and there's a police officer who's a friend of mine shows up from late nights he's parked there he gets a call guess what his son just got in an accident in another state he's dead so now i have the eap job to help the family of the officer who's dead now i i get the word when chris 
Luminella got the call that his son was in an accident and died. Now, now I have both these. I'm juggling these, and, and I'm trying to figure out what to do. And in the meantime, it's 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 one, two, three in the morning, you know. And, and my own family's like, well, I wonder where Dad is, you know, what, right. what's going on with him. So I don't like to bring all this into the family, so they don't sleep, you yeah. know. So I just say, hey, I got to work. There's something going on. I don't want to tell them, of course. Mm-hmm. Then the next day, it's all in the newspaper and everything. But as you know, you you do EAP work now. You know, it's even a, like a double whammy. It's right. like a triple whammy, right. you know. It, it, it's just one of those jobs that you just never know what's going to be coming your way, yeah. you know. Yeah, but but who's going to go home, guys, and say, "Oh, hey, honey, I, I was on, uh, on, you know, I, I heard, uh, you know, t- two two cops died today, and or Eric, you, you know, yeah, you know, I was walking past a jail no. cell, and uh, you don't, you, you, you don't, don't bring wanna, it home. You, you don't bring it home. No, you don't. You don't want to have them live that, and you right. don't want to relive that trauma either. Right. You want to throw it away somewhere, put, stuff it away. And hopefully it'll never come back up again. But that's where it all goes wrong. It, it comes, comes back, back up. Oh, it comes back hard. In different ways, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, and then, then you throw shift work on top of it. You go home, you come sleep. Well, my husband doesn't talk to me. Well, yeah, because he's sleeping. Right. And when he gets up, he doesn't want to talk about work. Yeah, because he's right. just seen a fucking dead guy at right. work. Right. I mean, come on, let's be serious. Right. You know? so. so, hence the high rate of divorce, you yeah. know. And, and, I mean, that's just a, a quick scenario. And the general public, they don't understand, you know. Another good example is you're on... For me, anyway, it was, this was always a, a killer. I, I'd take a detail, uh, stopping speed as uh, people running certain lights or whatever, you know. And, uh, of course, no one's ever guilty, you know. You, <laughs> you sit there and, you know, we have radar. I mean, we have laser now, but, you know, it, it tells bullshit. you. It doesn't fucking work. It tells you how fast <laughs> the cars are going, you know. And then you stop this poor housewife dropping off three little children. You know, she's got a minivan, and she's going 47 in a 25-mile-an-hour zone, you know, and you you walk up pleasantly and say, hey, how you doing? Yet? Could you just slow down? I wasn't speeding, you know. Then you, right. all of a sudden your blood pressure's through the roof, right. you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you're trying to deal with this stuff. But I can understand uh, a lot of these veterans that have, like you said, that, mm-hmm. have, that have seen war, they've come back, they've gotten this job. They probably haven't even dealt with with their own uh, mm. experiences with PTSD. You yeah, know? but when you're 21, 22, you you don't think you have any of those problems. Right. Like like we talked earlier, you think you're Superman. You're never gonna die. You're never gonna you know you, you don't see any of that. You know what I mean? Right. And you come back from war. Hey, yeah, that's that was my job out there, and now I'll take another job. But you know, you get up to our age, and that shit starts sinking in. Yeah, man. it's all they're all just little drips in the bucket, drips in the mm-hmm. bucket, drips yep. in the bucket. And if we don't do something to, to try to to try to you know empty that bucket from time to time, it's gonna it's gonna overflow. And usually, usually in law enforcement, when that when that overflows, it's it, it's pretty bad. Usually, right. usually there's helicopters and, and, and news cameras. <laughs> right. You know, unfortunately, yeah, right. you know what I mean. Yeah. And there's tragedy. You yeah. know, um, just one more thing about the PTSD and then and, and the combat vets and the not sleeping and the shift work. It's like some of these guys can't sleep now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they try to sleep and they right. can't. So then right. what do you go from there, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're getting put on meds, you know what I mean? And it's like you get on these, you know, trazodone and lorazepam and all this other stuff. And I don't know, man, this, 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 this it can get ugly quick. Yeah. Yeah. You know what even, I mean? even, And then you start drinking on that yeah. stuff, you yeah. end up in your neighbor's pool full of blood. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you don't know where the blood's coming from. Exactly, yeah. You know? Or even even worse, you know, not worse, but smoking pot, which you, you guys cannot do. Nope. As, as, uh, as law enforcement, you cannot do that as nope. first responders. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of people that, that 
smoke pot to go to sleep. And I know I don't understand that, but um, you know it, it it can cause a whole bunch of problems. And like you said, you you have to empty that bucket every once in a while. And some people don't understand to right. do, do that. And I hope we get the word out here to, right, to make them some healthy choices. That. You know, yeah, to, to yeah. do something to help yourself yeah, a little yeah. bit. You know, what about eating on on shift work? Um, you know, eating at three o'clock in the morning. I do very well because I get up, I eat, and then I go right back to sleep. Right. <laughs> but it can't be too healthy to. Um, to eat at, at you know lunchtime at, on a midnight shift it just can't be right. you know i mean I, I don't think it's healthy just for, for that particular time but and 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 mike you can attest to this you know what i mean there's a lot of downtime sometimes when things aren't popping off there's a lot of right. downtime so right. there's a thing that, that that we actually call in, inside the, the the institution it's it's boredom eating right. you know what i mean you're right. eating just out of right. boredom just to mm -hmm. do something you right. know what i mean and then you know, if you uh, as a police officer, you can go to any place, you know, outside right. that's open late, right. you know what I mean, 7-Eleven or whatever. Well, what, what our guys tend to do is they, t they tend to bring in a, a whole bunch of food. Yeah. You know yeah. what Healthy I mean? Food. And yeah. That be, yeah. And that, yeah. yeah, and that yeah. becomes a habit. Yeah. And then that's before right. you know it, you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, right. you know, if, you, if you're not moving and you're eating, you're taking in a lot of calories, right. you know, now you're a little overweight. Now you're feeling shitty about yourself. Yeah. You know, you can't yeah. sleep. And, you right. got, you know, it's just it, it's all it those drips in the bucket. Yeah. yeah. I never realized how overweight I was until I went to Mexico on my, with my family on vacation. <laughs> and they charge you for two seats on and the plane. <laughs> uh, the speedo, the speedo <laughs> didn't <laughs> fit quite right. No, and, and the, <laughs> I mean, him in a speedo. It's not a pretty sight. Ah, I know, you know. And, we, boat. and my daughter was taking pictures, you know, and we, I was we, showing them right. on the screen a couple weeks later. I'm like, oh my fuck, right. who the, who's the whale, you know? <laughs> and uh, since I retired, I've lost forty pounds because I eat healthy now Amen. and I eat normal and I'm not stuffing food down my throat like a savage. You right, know, like right. you know, it's my last meal. Right. You know, and, and even now, my daughter, my youngest daughter will say, Dad, you eat like, you know, someone's going to shoot you or something, you know, <laughs> if you don't eat it fast. But it's just part of that job. And this is why all these all these statistics that the Department of Justice came up with, you know, they've added, they've put this all together and they try to explain. And you know what What I really do see, that, like we talked about earlier, Eric, in, 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 in um, Jersey Ed, is that now at least the upper echelon, the administration, they're, they're taking time and saying, hey, Here's your, here's your new job, and before we before you start, we want you to listen to this. And they have the EAPs come in and talk to them about shift work, about right. PTSD, about eating habits, about the family. The family they have a family night. Yeah. When when these kids graduate yes. from the academy, they yes. they have the family night. Come in and they explain and they can answer questions. They can ask questions and have questions answered. You know. Yep. So I. It does my heart good to, to know that the administration is finally stepping up, and, and, and there are changes. And there are changes. It's it's in the right direction, but I don't think it's where it's it, it should be at this point in time. Just knowing from you guys um, and hearing everything, I don't think it's, like I said on a previous show, I don't think it's it's enough. We're not doing enough. There should be classes on all this. Um you know, because these young kids don't know what they're getting into when they when they get this. You know, you understand it because you've done it, Eric, and right. you too, um, Podfather. Uh, you guys done it, but you got it through experience. And you know, sometimes getting it through experience is good, but then you get angry about it, you get resentful about it, and you're like, "Fuck this!" I, you know, and, and then it kind of pulls back on your job a little bit. So I see Sweet shaking his head over there. What's that about? I'm acknowledging it. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I did say something right? You did, <laughs> thanks, yes. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Correct. <laughs> but, uh, but Sweets, did you ever work shift work? And you and I are civilians, so I work shift work. And I'm telling you, I don't, I don't know how these guys did it because I would fall asleep when I was working shift work. I worked for a, um, a plant that made nitrocellulose that we made um, mm -hmm. basically dynamite. Nice. And uh, if I went to sleep and didn't wake up, <laughs> yeah. I knew why. Yeah. So. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But how about you, Sweets? I did, actually. I was um, when I was incarcerated. 
um you know they had us at the at the farm and i was working at um uh, blue rhino making the propane tanks uh really? take, yeah. taking the old ones old tanks cleaning them off taking all the stuff off filling them up painting them all that stuff and uh it was just taking tanks off of pallets and putting them on new pallets and we'd go in at 11 we'd come home at seven mm-hmm. just 11 to seven shift and uh, i mean it was you had to prep for it you know i mean everything it, again my life was a little easier because i was incarcerated i wasn't mm-hmm. dealing with my family and you know, but at the same time, you have to prep for it. You, you have to sleep during the day because if you don't, mm-hmm. you're, you're garbage, you yep. know. And then, uh, like you said, everything changes. Your diet changes. Mm-hmm. Your, your mood changes. Your ability to deal with stuff during the day changes. So I know about that from my perspective. I couldn't imagine if I had to function at a high level and parent mm-hmm. or, you know, maintain a marriage. Be or a normal human be, being. Yeah, yeah. W- w- like during the day, people would expect me to go out and do things, go to family events. Mm-hmm. Like if I had to do that stuff... There's no way that job would have lasted, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, yeah, and so I guess that's the sacrifice yeah. you make so is that you point. can't be a normal person and have a, right. a, a, an overnight shift. Yeah. You can't yeah. work three shifts back to back and then come home and still have something to give. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In the camaraderie, people wonder why cops and correctional officers and firemen, they all hang around with each other. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the reason. That's one of the reasons, the camaraderie, because you're all doing the same, same thing. thing yeah. right. You all have Wednesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays off. Absolutely. My first year at the prison, I, I, I had Wednesdays and Thursdays off. I mean, unless I joined a bowling league, I had no social right. life, you know? And, and I worked every holiday. I, I never had a holiday off. My last night at the prison before I went to the police department was New Year's Eve. I didn't call in sick because I wanted to say bye to my brethren, you know, all my fellow officers and stuff and people that were good to me. And, um, you know, they were, they were betting whether I was going to call in sick. It was my last night. I said, no, no way. I'm coming in, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, And that's why we all gravitate towards each other because we're all in the same boat, mm-hmm. same profession. Well, right. what, what's the solution to this? What, what, now, I don't want to say the solution. Obviously, shift work is never going to go away because it has to be a 24-hour, right, seven-day-a-week right. job. But what's, what's, the, um, what, what's your best advice, guys, for... For the folks listening that are working shift work, how can they take care of themselves? How can they eat a little healthier? How can they maybe, you know, get the sleep they need, work around family? You know, is, is there a system to it or is there a, a kind of a, a, a solution that you guys came up with? Well, I think knowledge is power. And I think just by what us talking about it here, obviously, um, you know, th- this is good. But I think Eric is more involved right now. And, and, and like he said earlier, um, and, and he can he can uh, t- talk about it a little bit, is uh, that the administration they're giving us opportunities to have people like Eric or someone like myself in EAP to, to be educated to go to seminars get education mm-hmm. bring it back to the the, the, the masses correct Eric yeah that is true Mike um, um, just to touch a little bit on on administration uh, I know we talked about this earlier um, they have come an incredible amount of way to to realizing that that there's there's some there was some some deep-rooted issues in the, in, in the department for for quite some time and um i have i have n- nothing but good things to say about where they where they are today right. um um ed you had said something about you know the the, the masses we t- we teach you know an in-service class that, that that every correctional officer has to go through for 40 hours you know every week every year for and in those classes there's there's a number of classes but there is a wellness class in there and there is there is you know a stress class in there. there's, there's an, we teach an addiction class you know there's there's you know healthy healthy life choices mm-hmm. so they've the, the administration understands Good. the Good. issues that they've given us the tools to a- enable to you know to give that information out to, to, to the line staff. Good. Now, now again, as you know, even in recovery, you know, you, you, you take what you need and you leave the rest. If you don't take anything from that, 
then you're kind of on. You, you, yeah. you need to. You, the, the 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 bottom line, I think, is 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 I, I understand if you're forced to do certain things, but you still need to make healthy life choices. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, going to the bar. And, and, and doing some, some negative things or some things that are unhealthy for you uh, is, isn't really the way to do it. You yeah. know, you got to find something that makes you a little bit happy. You so know what exercise. I mean? Yeah, um, stuff like that. Just find something you like to do. You yeah, know what I mean? Go yeah. to the gym. Go hike, you know, meditate, all that meditate, stuff. Yeah. 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 Meditation is amazing. Yeah. You know? it, it, I can't do it long, but it, it, it takes out of yourself. Um, it takes away from your problems, and you can kind of figure out what's going on and and you know for you guys who you know and, and meditation can make you fall asleep I was, too <laughs> I, just, I was just thinking i was just thinking that when you said it i'm like yeah. that'll help you fall asleep exactly exactly so i was kind of dozing off over yeah, here right? um, the podfather's <laughs> meditating over there he, podfather you can't see it, but he has his yoga pants on that's right i do yeah <laughs> you can't see below the desk it looks, right. it looks splendid right. yes so hey thank god for the guy who invented yoga pants or the girl or whoever did thank you why would that be it may just made life a They're lot comfortable Right. more enjoyable <laughs> i'm sure that's the reason why <laughs> well listen everybody uh this is definitely uh the podfather and answering the call first responder podcast along with jersey ed that's and our uh, guest today eric o- o- Oliveira. Oliveira, yeah. and uh this has been a great great show and absolutely uh, yeah, Eric, thanks for uh, yeah, hosting yeah. again anytime yeah. please come on anytime absolutely. you want you know absolutely. where we're at knock yeah. on our door and uh Grab a microphone and probably take my spot one day. No, You're a young kid. No, yeah. <laughs> no, with with right. good eyes. I'm, I'm, yeah, with good eyes. <laughs> Handsome hey, guy. As, as long as you can read, we'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can you read this for yeah, us? I, can read. I need some glasses. Yeah, answer the call. 50. Yeah. <laughs> answer, answer the call. Thanks. Thanks stay, guys. stay safe, everybody. That concludes this episode of Answering the Call, the First Responder Podcast. Thanks to Genesis House for sponsoring the show and supporting first responders who are struggling with addiction and mental health. Follow us on Facebook for past shows and updates. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, email us at help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com.